This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, a Mike Ganger production. We're trying to think of things to do on this show, and <laughs> we, Sell it. we both found out that we love a certain thing, and we go down rabbit holes, as we would call it in this certain thing and that thing is this boobs on tubes what are you watching boobs on tubes boobs on tubes what are you watching boobs on tubes no you guys we're not actually watching boobs because that's what it sounds like. We we'll are speak the, for all of us. We are I was going to say, this is a segment Mike has decided Mike, to host. Yeah, Mike. So last night, so I like, was on the internet. There's naked girls floating down a river on inner Just tubes. And I'm this, like, uh, wow. Tubes on boobs. <laughs> boobs on tubes. Yeah, but it was on tubes. Come on. I had to do the math. <laughs> oh, my God. No, this is not Mike's perverted uh, fantasies. <laughs> Actually, this is like perverted about it's boobs. It's coming next week. Uh did he just say that? No. Yeah. Okay. What What's happening there? We don't know. I'm just joking. Yeah, I know. Um, okay. Uh, no, this is a segment wherein Dawn and I are obsessed with going down YouTube rabbit holes. And we both thought, we've got to celebrate our YouTube rabbit hole love. And we're kicking things off today. I want to tell you, I've been so excited to tell you about a guy who is connected to the royal family. In fact, he was a chef for not only the queen, <gasps> the late queen... Her Majesty, but also later the late Princess Diana. And I was watching the fifth. I fell in love with his name's Darren McGrady. He's a former chef. Jared? Darren. Darren. Sorry. Darren. Okay. Darren McGrady. He was formerly a chef at Buckingham Palace, Uh but he would travel with the Queen. Later went on to Palace. Well, yep. He ended up going to Kensington uh, with Diana. Until she sadly died. And Mm. then he moved to the United States. And now he has a YouTube channel. And on that YouTube channel, he talks about all the recipes that he used to love making for the royals. No way. And he shares little tidbits about them. The reason I wanted to talk about it today is because I was watching the last season of The Crown, season five. I know you watched it. You would have missed this moment. But I immediately stopped the thing and told Jamie, that's the guy from YouTube. And he was like, oh, my God. And because in season five, the last episode, I'm not giving any spoilers away. But Diana says, in reference to opening her refrigerator, oh, um, Darren basically just puts food in there for me now or tells me, you know. Yeah. And I was like, Darren, Darren. is Darren McGrady the guy from YouTube? So I want you guys to fall in love. If you have a love of the Royals or uh, all things, you know, yes. the crown, 
I want you to have a listen to Darren McGrady. And we've got a little clip of him. This is just like, oh, I think this is his last recipe. He did like a gingerbread um, that he used to make last for the queen. Last meaning not in his life because he's still living. Oh, but sorry. Just last. Uh, the most recent. Uh, okay. Let's have a listen. Okay. Dug into my old Buckingham Palace recipe cookbook and found the ginger cake I used to make for the Queen when she was at Balmoral during the cooler weather and at Sandringham at Christmas and all the family enjoyed it. You start off rubbing some flour into the butter and then add some baking soda. And so then he goes on and just does the recipe in his kitchen. And I think he's got a book. I'm not quite sure, but for some reason, I feel like he's got a cookbook. His name is Darren McGrady. You can just search Darren McGrady on YouTube or like, you know, Royal Chef. I'm sure it'll come up, but he'll do, you know, this was a ginger cake, but he does like Prince Harry used to love this certain tart. Prince Charles used to love a certain kind of dish. You know, he, he has all of these dishes that then go along with stories. And it wasn't just the crown that he was referenced in. His character, or his person, yes. was actually a character in the Diana movie Spencer with Kristen Stewart. I, was and I know you saw that. I ask you about that. Yeah, so there is a moment. And that, if you haven't seen Spencer, it is a mind-bending type of movie. It's not always living in the real experience. It goes into Diana's imagination a oh. lot. And so you're getting very strange like things and you're like whoa what's happening is this really happening no and then you discover that's her imagining and what what is happening with her pain and her experience mm. i thought it was brilliant i thought kristen stewart was brilliant so there's a moment where she's just um she goes downstairs and she is you know she would binge eat a lot mm-hmm. he talks fridge. about that she had you know um you know an eating disorder yes and so she also would open up to him and, uh, yeah, there's a scene where he's just talking to her about navigating her life with them because he had more experience with them than she did. Well, and that's the thing I love about him. Again, his name's Darren McGrady's on YouTube. He's not salacious. It's not like I worked for Diana once. You want to know all the dirty secrets? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's just this is so he is not telling to, uh, tales out of school no it's all very they would approve and he actually says of uh the crown the season four he had uh, talked to a publication i think it was cosmo about season four Mm. and he was like yeah they got that mostly wrong i mean there was a lot more love than there was uh, or i should say they were a lot more affectionate in public than it was portrayed in the crown that said the crown is like a show about a point in these people's lives right but it's 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 fascinating to hear from someone who was literally there. And he'll say, like, yeah, I mean, some of that was true, but some of it wasn't. And he said the same thing about the Kristen Stewart movie. Right. You know, like, they got a lot of things right, and it was fascinating to be a part of it. And um, But, you know, some of it was a little artistic license. There's a lot of artistic license. Which you can imagine is totally the case. But it's just, it's interesting to watch the person who actually sat with Diana mm-hmm. in her you know, sort of intimate moments, yes. right? Just as a person that wasn't necessarily, like I'm sure he felt a certain way about her and a connection, right? Yes. And a loyalty. They did, it made it feel that way in, in Spencer, but that at, he was her friend. Yeah, exactly. But at the end of the day, it was also a job. And so he was there to work. And so he got to observe things in a just detached way, right? Mm-hmm. So and and again he talks about the queen and how she used to love to she was very frugal and she would send things back. Oh, didn't you say something like about leftovers. Tupperware? Yeah, she would have things put in Tupperware. Um like she would, you know, 
eat a little bit of cake and then save the rest, put it in Tupperware and have them bring it back so she could finish it instead of like making a whole new cake or something. Oh my gosh. I love that. Oh, I'm going to have to get into this guy, Darren McGrady. Darren McGrady, M-C-G-R-A-D-Y. And his YouTube is literally just Darren underscore McGrady. But if you're looking for a fun YouTube spiral to go down and you've got a love of all things royal uh, or you're obsessed with a crown like I am. Me too. I really And you like to bake because that's the other thing is he always makes a dish. Mm. So you get to learn how to make like he does all the Brit favorites like scones, you know, a Bakewell tart. You made Mm. a Bakewell, right? Oh, yeah, I'm good. I I can say I'm good at Bakewell tart. (laughs) <laughs> You're good at making it or saying it? <laughs> making it. Are you going to make us one? I can. You want would me you? to next week? I would love it's my it. Favorite, one of my favorite things to do. Um, Amy, our boss, loves these Bakewell tarts I make. All right. Well, make me a Bakewell tart, I will. girl. I'll, I'll eat it. bring them into the office, but I'll put aside the best ones for... And uh, he's got a recipe for the one that he used to make for the queen. So look really? at his recipe, see if it's any different than yours. I'd be curious. Okay. And I want to know, does he give specifics about um, like measurements in the... Because a lot of people throw things together, and I am like, oh, no. No, he gives details. Okay. And I'm assuming they're metric. They're all in grams, yes. And it's Which very specific, you know... We're just kind of like, yeah, that's a cup or two. That's a no. That's it's a cup. so much better to bake with like you get. You have to have grams. a scale. Yeah, you got to weigh things in milliliters. That's okay, Don. That is my boobs on tubes for the it. very first time. Uh, did you enjoy yourself? Oh, I did. Now, last night, I know you watched some TV. I did, and I tried a couple of things, both suggested by listeners. Are you going to share what you? learned when I we come back um but i'm not going to spoil anything because okay I no spoilers. spoilers no spoilers no spoilers yes you, know you want me to from. tell you what shows quantum leap the new one and 1899 on netflix all right we'll hear about it when we come back right here on my talk 1071 my talk 1071 everything entertainment the adventures of bradley and dawn with mike ganger uh, we are going to talk about TV here a little bit. Yeah, so you watch some TV. Yes. And uh, frankly, I think one of them was a recommendation from a listener. I, both of them were, actually. Oh, okay. uh, and through Mike, uh, uh, yes, 1899. Yeah. Mike, didn't a listener recommend that? Yeah, you guys were discussing yesterday the ancient aliens and that theory and yes. everything that was going on with that. Mm-hmm. And a listener called in and said, 1899 is actually a lot about that. Okay. Or explores and I, I I watched the trailer on Netflix of that show and I was like, what? What in psychedelic 1800s is this mess? Right. So I'm interested to hear about it. But do you want to start with uh, Quantum Leap? Because we talked about Quantum Leap yesterday and a listener because of the second season being out. And a listener, a couple listeners actually reached out and said that it was really good. Right. We said, is it worth watching? Because this is, of course, from uh, was a show back in the day with Scott Bakula, Dean Stockwell, Deborah Pratt, some of the stars. And if you don't know the premise... There was uh, the government had in this the old Quantum Leap show. This was a government experiment into time travel. And Scott Bakula played a scientist who finds himself trapped in the past. Okay, and he keeps leaping into different bodies of different people on a regular basis and sorting out their problems. But he's also trying to get back home. Mm -hmm. So he never returns back to the lab. Okay, and they're trying to always get him out. And Dean Stockwell played his um, uh, it was a hologram. I believe, yeah. of somebody who was coming in and trying to guide him. Yep. So, um, so that was the premise. They thankfully, this isn't a reboot, so they are continuing the story. 
All right. Oh, okay. So it's so just it's continuation. So it's not like, oh, we're just going to redo this and just yeah. redo this mm-hmm. with this new actor. It is now. It is they. They are acknowledging Sam Beckett and saying, you know, like he is still out there and we he never came back. Okay. So it's still a government project. Um, the star of this is Raymond Lee. He is the new time traveler. So Raymond Lee is essentially taking off where Scott le- or taking up where Scott left off. Yes, yes. Um, if this is, I watched it on Peacock, and then I noticed when I ended the show that I have to sign up for Peacock Plus and pay to watch the other episodes. They okay. gave the first one to me for free. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I I spend six dollars a month. In dumb ways, it's on research other for your it's job. It's fine. So I'm I am gonna I'm gonna watch uh, the rest of it. I, my first, I won't get into the details of the plot. Yeah, no. I what want did you, you think? guys to discover it? I liked it. I would give it a C plus right now for okay. me. Okay, hey, well, C plus isn't horrible, but I don't know that I'm gonna run towards a C plus. What it what uh, makes it a C plus? B minus. Okay, B minus. It's not an A because I felt that the acting was awkward. Oh, okay. Not the best acting. All it right. felt like people trying to do their best playing a character that felt very foreign to them. Okay. So a lot, some of the characters just feel miscast. Oh, okay. Um, and also the dialogue was, you know, it's a little clunky, I'll say. Yeah. You know? So it felt like a bunch of actors doing a scene together. Some of it didn't, but part of it did. Okay, so and it felt a little, like, uh, overacty. It did, yes. And some of that has to do with, that could be the director. That could be a whole bunch of things other than blaming the actor. Just like when you go to a restaurant and your food isn't great. Yeah, it's not it's the, not the server's fault. fault. Yeah. <laughs> all those other people involved. So, tip them anyway. Um, but, so I did enjoy it. I will watch it and continue to watch it. IMDB, people are giving it a 5.6 out of 10. So I think we're on the same page. of. But it did get picked up, as Mike said yesterday, for a second season. So, I'll continue to watch that. 1899, I enjoyed more. Okay, so 1899, this is on Netflix. I watched a trailer for it, and it's essentially like a weird, and you'll give us the details, like sci-fi, historical, mystery, unknown, unsolved aliens. Sure. Like, it's just all of, it's very metaphysical. Right, and I don't know what's happening yet, Um, so... The reason why I ignored this show, I know it's not that old of a show, but um, I thought it was another spinoff. When I just heard it, I thought it was a Yellowstone spinoff. Oh, sure, because they do a lot of dates. They're just coming up with a 1923, I think. Honestly, I just thought it was that, and then I didn't pay attention, and then I found (laughs) Um, out that it was something I'm into. Yeah, that's totally different. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's not, uh, what's his name, walking around with the Stetson. (laughs) No. No. It's not Tim McGraw's kids or something. Yeah. Um, But, so this is... um, This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, it, it's a mystery about um, a group of people who are on a ship and uh, it's a it's a multicultural cast. And I have some questions. OK, I have a question about it, but I don't I would like someone to email me. And I don't want you to spoil anything for me, but there's parts of it that are dubbed. So it's like. Somebody is speaking French, and you can tell it's dubbed as an American. Okay, so there's so the the voice you're hearing is English. The voice is English, and it's an actor. But you can tell over, they're speaking French. You can tell French? they're speaking another language. Oh, okay. Well, you know they're French because they say, "Oh, those French people over there." Okay. But it at first I thought it was just that the sound that the dubbing was off. Okay. And I thought that's weird. It's an expensive Netflix show. Why wouldn't they notice that? Yeah. And then I noticed. Oh, wait a minute. This is happening a lot. But then there are times where um, the main character is speaking English. And, and it's you're, are you watching with subtitles? Yes. Okay. Because sometimes I will say that shows on Netflix will start showing, like, they'll start playing. I think the first time I opened up Squid Game, they were it was the dubbed version. And I was like, no, 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 no. I shan't be listening to the dubbed version. So I quickly changed the audio. Oh. So maybe check the audio. But it could also no, that's be. good. I wanted to Google, is this an a show, a foreign show that I am watching with American. Got it. But I want it. But I also thought because there are sound cues within the construct of the show that are sort of like, there's a weird bending sound. And maybe this was intentional to make it seem even creepier. Right. I don't know if that's a part of the plot. And so I, I kind of, I don't want to Google it because yeah. when you Google oh, something, you end up, that's like the spoiled. worst thing. I'll be like, oh, I want to, I want to know more about this. Pro- oh crap. So if you I just got the plot, right. So no, if somebody it. could email me D McLean, M C C L A I N, we don't have our email set up yet for both of us. I it should think. be individually. So okay. look for Don McLean. Can I ask? So how many episodes did you watch? Just one. And is it like something you're going to keep watching? Absolutely. Okay. So it was, in, it was inter- like, what about it do you love? I love I love the time period. I like period pieces. Yeah. I love um the mystery of it and that there is um a driving storyline mm-hmm. about another thing that's happening that's like we have to figure out what happened. Interesting. It's a driving like it's a strong storyline. Okay. Uh, so you're like, I'm in it. I need to know where this is going. And there are also things that pe- the ways that people are acting that I'm like, why is she talking to her that way? They're supposed to be, you know, these two people, they're supposed to be a couple. Why, whenever no one's looking, are they talking like, this is your role and this is what you're supposed to do? Oh. Is that giving away too much? No. Okay, no. No, that's just I will say from the it. trailer, you realize very quickly that things are not what they seem and people are not who they seem and there's yeah. a lot of mystery mm. and there are some like uh, dimensional yes. experience, extra dimensional experience. See, I didn't watch the trailer, so I just, there's things that happen in the end of the first episode where I'm like, what is that thing and what are, who is he? Yeah.
All right, that was eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, Netflix and Quantum Leap, which you can watch where? Uh, Peacock. Pe- oh, that's right, Peacock. Okay, when we come back, hey Dawn. Yeah. Katie Holmes' stylist is not happy with us. Oh no! And she has a few words <laughs> to explain why Katie was wearing that outfit. Yeah. That we kind of poked fun at. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk one oh seven one. Everything Entertainment, The Adventures John's of Brad like, and I just Don. Want to dance I was to just song. looking at Katie Holmes' outfit. Hi, oh, yeah. we're here, and we talked about this yesterday. Uh, it It's not the best fashion look. We didn't enjoy it, if you don't know what we're talking about. She stepped out uh, at an event on December 9th wearing jeans. It is a dress and tennis shoes. Yeah, and her stylist... Uh, a short dress, a, a short, tiny dress. And her stylist is like, hey, Biatches, stop with your she was criticism. Offended. She was... Well, she basically is speaking, and she's allegedly, supposedly speaking to the New York Times, uh, and this is her stylist, Brie Welch, explained the thought process on the now infamous outfit that we talked about and i'm sure Lori and julia talked about it because you know fashion ladies yes numero fashion uno police, yes and uh i'm not sure if the morning show or don and steve talked about it but this dress was everywhere this outfit because it was to your point seemingly on the red carpet of this event um 90s baggy jeans cutoffs in mm-hmm. in like what i can't imagine was it was like a sneaker like yeah, a black, a black sneaker. sneaker yeah and a like contempo casual one piece mini dress, right? Yeah. Now her si- stylist is saying that that is a bustier. No. So so her stylist is like, y'all got this wrong. And here's what she said. Um, quote. Let me just get her exact quote here. Mm-hmm. We decided the rich color and subtle bustier effect. Uh, detailing of the top was elegant and would be fun if paired with jeans. And she even said on her Instagram, in all caps, it's a top of the dress. Because, you guys, if you look at this outfit, so for a top, it goes all the way down to her bottom. So it covers her butt. It covers her lady parts. Yeah. It covers her entire top to bottom. And I mean, it's super short line. if she would be wearing it as a skirt. Like, like to the point where you're like, uh-oh, are we going to see some cheek? <laughs> Okay, but it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a we see cheek. those all the time. Yeah, those kind that, of dresses are out there. But that doesn't, to me, look like a top. Like, what would you pair that with? If not, like, that was the, the, the pairing of the outfit was what was a little off-putting. Like, the pairing of it with jeans, like, that stood out because jeans. But, like, what, if you put that with leggings, That's it would look any different? That's the only thing I can think of, is that if you put it with leggings, it might look better. But wouldn't you still have thought that was... Like a one piece, yeah, or a dress, or a- uh, yeah. She says it's a bustier. Okay, well, let me talk about the boost part. It's not boosting anything <laughs> because she has side boob on the side. Yeah, it's kind and of there's swoosh a boob. bow structure in the front that traditionally I think should be higher because it makes her look like she's low slinging. You know? Yeah. It doesn't look like it's placed right. If it's a bustier, pull it up. And put that part that's the bow across your brass. Across your brass. You know, that's where it looks. It's like that either needs to be lower. I'm criticizing the bustier uh, now. Like yeah. that needs to be across the midsection 
or higher. Yeah, no, I get you're right because look at her boob line. If you look at her boob line, mm-hmm. and you guys, I just want to tell you, I don't normally spend a lot of time staring at ladies' boob lines. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to fashion, and again, I'm sitting here wearing vile clothes <laughs> in the form of like the jean, like basically yeah. jeans, a white t shirt, and a hoodie, yeah, well. and my grungy you know, running sneakers. You're fine. But my point is, I'm not a fashion guru, but if you want to make a point about this, and clearly when the stylist is clapping back, you know it, like, it got to them. Well, right. That's when I start looking at it more in depth, and I'm like, if it is a bustier, to your point, the boob line is not where her boobs should be. It's so low. No. It should be, like, way up to her her uh, neckline right like that top part should be just hike it up i don't know it's just uh, it's a bad design for a bustier if it is one which a bustier usually ends like around your end of your belly there if there is a bustier like a that's like a corset yeah but just not as intense um right yeah it's like supposed to support yeah yeah Yeah, it's i've worn a corset before yeah or not yeah, a corset, right, would end at the boob. Yeah. That just goes around the middle. And you can fake a lot of boob with a corset. Yeah, sure. Oh, God, it's fabulous. Yeah, so a bustier is a corset. <laughs> People are like, what? <laughs> I've worn women's clothing. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have an alter ego yeah. named Wanda, and so it required me to go out dressed in women's clothing. So people aren't just like, uh, what? <laughs> Wanda. Wanda Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope we get to meet no, her but next what, year. You never know. But my point is, you can do a lot with a bustier. They're not doing anything with this bustier, which it makes me think me. it's not a bustier. I, it really bugs me. I don't like it. I want it to be hiked up. Like, get it up there. Like, pull it up. Because you can see her side boob and where it's coming across in this on the red carpet. And the, the boob is ending in the middle of where yeah. the bow starts. It doesn't, it looks like it's drooping. Yeah. Um, okay. So if you were going to, the question I have about an outfit like this for a woman, mm. do, I would constantly feel like something's going to fall out. Yeah. Do, is that something you would think about or is it just going to hold it up? You just don't. I don't think it's going to move anywhere. Okay. But since there are bulky jeans under it, it might because that's going to be, there are, you can see the zipper and the button and everything in the pockets. Like, that might cause it to scooch down, and then you're hiking up your bustier every five seconds. I I just want it to be fixed. I just want it to be pulled up or not worn that well, way. Well, here is the thing that also stuck out to me. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Katie Holmes, the outfit from yesterday. Like, low stakes, but here's the thing. Katie Holmes is one of those people who wants to always be known for wearing high fashion or at least the latest fashion she is looks gorgeous she's a fashion plate you know she'll be out and about with her like starbucks or her uh you know newly minted relationship or at least it's been within the last year mr wooten what where is he from again oh the band right or he's just a musician he's a i think he has a band um but anyway when they're on the street they look great and she's always got like the greatest outfits because that's sort of like her thing is she wants to be known as like a fashion plate so that when she's out and about. So it was show. I think that the reason this story stuck out because celebrities are wearing all sorts of interesting things on any given day that we nobody would have opinions about. Right. And we want them to take risks because then we would have something to talk about. Well, yeah. And most of the time she's looks classy 
and um, put together. But the fact that this outfit was so jarring, I think, just surprised a lot of people. Like, hey, Katie Holmes, usually you're not. And the fact that she's on stage with a microphone at an event where she could have had an opportunity to look different and cool, just not a throwback. She also had her nose ring in. Yeah. So it's definitely a 90s throwback. Which it was. I mean, like, again, that pants with the or the 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 pants with the dress, the big, long top. That's a thing, right? Sure, sure. Uh, there's a picture of her. There's your seven best Katie Holmes trends. Yeah, no, I'm sure she and I'm seeing her with she loves to wear cute shoes with jeans and a top. Well, and even if you even don't a cardigan. If you don't like her look, she just likes to get attention for the looks that she has. Do you think she calls the paparazzi and says, oh, I'm sure. stepping out in an outfit? 100%. And they go, we'll be there. Yep. What time do you want us to be there? Yeah, because they make money every time she walks out. I mean, she's still Katie Holmes. Yeah. But Once with she's Tom not, Cruise. So what does she benefit from it? To keep our name, to keep herself in the... Yes, and she's got relationships. Like, we we used to do this whole thing about... During like, uh, I don't know if it was like quite during like lockdown and stuff, but she did this photo shoot with uh, a brand, Naomi Wines. Okay. And so she, you know, like publicity is good for her. It's good for her to get like branding opportunities or advertising uh, jobs. So it makes total sense that the more publicity she gets, the more work she gets. Therefore, she's going to do what other celebrities do and call up the paparazzi and say, hey, show up, you know, in... Uh, lower town Manhattan next week. I'll be there. I don't remember anything that she's done recently. She directed a film. Okay. And there's I don't actually say, a film. I, you're not relevant anymore. No, she anything is relevant. Like that, I just don't Because know. there was there. She just had a work that she did during lockdown that was filmed during lockdown about two people who come together during the pandemic and they end up falling in love. And that alone movie together. alone together just came out. That's right. We talk. I feel deja vu. Yeah. We, we did talk, we about, did that talk about this yesterday. Yeah. I just, I'm thinking about like what's in it for her to call them. Honey, it's called attention. And celebrities they just like feed it. On, well, it makes money. <laughs> it makes money. The more attention, the more publicity, the more jobs. Okay. So I need you to go out uh-huh. and uh, get the paparazzi to follow us around. Oh. Because the are more attention, the here? better. Do you think there are any paparazzi in Minneapolis? I'm sure. Hey, y'all. <laughs> We'd have to actually call them. I don't have their number. Hey, y'all. If there's any paparazzi who are casually listening, we would like to get attention. Right. When we come, <laughs> in that vein, when we come back, we are going to play a game with our good friend Mike. He's going to host a new game show for us. I you ready to play? Wait, yeah. Okay, we'll do that. It's Game Show Roulette at 245 when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Oh, if only you could hear what happens in the break. Yes, it's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I talk 1071 everything entertainment. And uh, we're so glad that you joined us today. We're having a great time here. And one of the most fun things that we are going to do every day at this time is a game show with Mike. It's game show roulette. Time now to play along. It's game show roulette. Yay! Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Woo! 
Yes, and if this is the first time uh, people might be listening in, again, like uh, Don just said, we'll be doing this every single day. I'll be resurrecting maybe a game from the past, maybe playing one of the uh, current time period, or maybe coming up with something completely original. I don't know. We'll Erect see. Erect those games. And there we go. So we will go through and uh, play a game what? every single day. We'll, we got a big roulette wheel of all sorts of games. So what I'm going to do is spin that wheel every single day and yeah. figure out which one we are going to play. So here we go. Let's give the wheel a spin. I can't believe you got them to get you a real wheel. Where's it going to stop? Oh, it really? Name that tune. I'm horrible. Name that tune is where we were heading today. So, uh, yes, I got a little smirk there because I'm was. i excited about this one. I think you two are going to, yeah, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have fun. So, love tunes. If uh, Just to refresh everyone's memory a little bit of Name That Tune, we're going to do the bit and note version. It's going to be slightly different. I don't have a live orchestra behind me to play the song. So, (laughs) again, I got a... God, you got a wheel but no orchestra. I know, it's horrible. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll work on uh, that for the next season. I appreciate that. Uh, so what I'm going to do is give you a clue slash riddle about the song. Now, the idea of the clue slash riddle is it's going to kind of narrow it down a little bit for you. And then okay. the two of you are going to go back and forth bidding on how many seconds it's going to take for you to hear that song and to know what it is. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I think you guys kind of recall the uh, the game a little bit. So Absolutely. We're going to get things started right away. There's five of these. We'll see if we can get through all five of them or not. But we're going to start things off with this one. And here is your riddle slash clue. This tune was the first on an album that could have begged the question, why did the goats cross the road? Why did the goats cross the road? Okay. Can you read the j- question again? No, it's not a question. It's a hint. Oh, it's a just a little well, bit of a hint. Okay. For this. So you have to determine how many. Yeah. yeah. This tune was the first on an album that could beg the question, why did the goats cross the road? It's kind of like one part blind item, one part. You yeah, know what no, I mean? I'm kind of loving the, the I have zero ideas, but I love the okay. premise. Think of goats um, and music. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Goats and music. So okay. go ahead and uh, let's start about six seconds. I think if we start the bidding at six seconds. Okay. Um, Go ahead, whoever wants to start. Don, actually, you, you, can, you can start. Bradley, I can name that tune in six seconds. Well, that's not nothing. Okay. Don, I can name that tune in five seconds. Bradley, I can name that tune in four seconds. Don, name that tune! Woo! All right, we just need the name of the song. You've got four seconds, and here... We go. Uh, Dawn. You don't have to buzz in. I'm giving you four seconds. Now oh. go ahead. Oh, was that the whole four seconds? That was four seconds. 
It's you know the, the Beatles. It's. Yeah, but you need the actual song. We need, we need the song titles. Name that tune. Okay. Wait. <laughs> you, we're only going to get through three if we go this. Come together. That is correct. Oh, she got she there. I had to go through the song. Sorry. We're going to need a timer on Yes. Oh. I think we quit the doors. We're going to be here we until might, might need Lauren that. Oh, yeah. uh, Again, the whole concept. Good course, job, Dawn. Okay. Abbey Road, the cover, and they were yeah. crossing the road. The girls, oh, okay. Oh, my that's gosh. The, okay. All right, here we go. Second clue. Let's uh, go through this one. Speaking of thoroughfares, this was also the lead track on an album of the same name from a group of Aussie rockers. And this time, Bradley, since you're trailing, you get to go first. Dawn, I can name this tune in five seconds. Name that tune, Bradley. God, All right, here we go. (laughs) Can you name this tune, Bradley? Uh, 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 on the, th- uh, oh, slow ride. What is it? That's slow ride on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, you, uh, the, the song kind of threw you for a loop a little bit, but, oh, uh, okay. the, the, it was highway to hell for AC. Yes. ACDC. So with that, okay, Don well. is off to a quick two zero lead. Now remember, this have also happened the first oh, game we played, and yeah, Bradley and then came, I went downhill. Bradley really came quick. back. So oh, good. We'll see. Let's There's do still, it again. Still plenty of time here, and uh, we've got uh, three more to go. Okay. Here's the next clue. Heard especially this time of year, this '80s song was top ten in over thirty countries, and since its release, has been one of the most covered songs ever. And uh, again, Bradley, you could just start with the bidding. Again, if you think you know it from the clue, you can just say, I can name that song in one second. Uh, Dawn, I can name that tune in one note. Wow. Oh, Bradley, name that tune. He is going to go for it. Here we go. The one second of this third tune. (laughs) Yep. Last Christmas. Boom, boom, boom. Great. I lost. Nails it. Woo! Last Christmas. Nicely done. That keeps the uh, keeps the game is that tight. Wham? Keeps the, that is George Wham. Mackle. Yes. Mackle? I think George it, Mackle. <laughs> I think it's been covered it's about twelve hundred times. There's like so many Last different versions Christmas. of it on Spotify. Oh, it's unbelievable. Okay. Um okay, and we're gonna go to the next one here. Okay. And uh Don, since you lost that one, you get to go first in the bidding. Okay. Here we go. This 1994 banger sets the tone for the 10th highest grossing movie soundtrack of all time. It's a 1994 hit. Sets the tone for the 10th highest grossing movie soundtrack of all time. Bradley, I can name that tune in five seconds. Dawn, I can name that tune in four seconds. Bradley, I can name that tune in four seconds. No, you no, can't. You gotta say three. <laughs> three seconds. <laughs> name that tune, Don. All right. This is also for the win. If you can nail this one, are you no ready? No pressure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Lion King. We need the song, please. Oh, um, it's all it's fun in the desert. <laughs> Were you thinking of Hakuna Matata, which it yes. still wasn't that song? No, 
Is yeah. it? But I don't know what the the title is. Is it just like the circle of it's life? The circle, circle of life. life. Yes. <laughs> Did I win? No, you tied her. It's oh, you got I'm the tied. point. So now it's tied two two, and oh uh, we go down to the final one. This worked okay. out perfectly. Oh so on, on. Okay. You got real that excited. Awesome. Fun in the desert. Fun in the desert. You I know just that had one. To say something. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. my gosh. Okay. okay. Right. Here we go. Tied. This is the final one. We're tied. Again, the overall okay. uh, battle is also tied. So this is huge. This is to take the lead in, in oh game show roulette. Here we go. You don't need to be one of us to know that this certified gold 1986 hit. As it ranked 85 in Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. One more time, you don't have to be one of us to know that this certified, or you don't, to know this certified gold hit from 1986, as it ranked 85 in Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. And uh, who just got the one, Bradley? So Don, you get to go first. Okay, Bradley, I can name that tune in six seconds. Don, I can name that tune in four seconds. Bradley, name that tune. Oh crap! Four seconds. This is it. <laughs> this is what happened. Bradley to can song. name this song. He wins. If he cannot, it's going to Don. Here we go. <laughs> you idiot. Um, is it just? Uh, you don't have to be rich, or when no, what's the song? Uh, 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 uh we need a time for, for everything, so yeah, you got 10 seconds. Uh, you don't, uh, you don't have to be rich. <laughs> the song is Kiss. Kiss! You knew the lyrics. You just didn't know, I know the name of the song. I was just doing the hint because I yes. was like, "Oh, the rich. You don't have to be." Oh, I know. I had to go through you the whole come together. To I, rich. I just want to say a big congratulations to Don. You take the lead once again when it comes to game show roulette. So huge wow. congratulations to you. You win. Name that tune. But of course, we don't have winners and losers. We have winners and consolation prize winners. Bradley, Bradley. here's your consolation prize. <laughs> what did you get? Introducing new Vaseline lip therapy. It creates oh, I a need it. Weather, so you may never get chat lips again. My lips are so dry. Vaseline introducing their new lip therapy. There you Thank go. Thank you. Mike, that's great. Did you get a budget from B. Arthur for the consolation prizes, or are you just getting them directly uh, from Wink Martindale? I'm just trying to get them whatever I can put together. Yeah, he's got a pocket. YouTube channel, by the he way. He does? Yeah. Wink does? That's he's awesome. Still, what? He's still kicking. Very that cool. is neat, neat. Mike, that was fun. I was awesome. yes. so Even far. Even though I'm terrible it. at music trivia. Girl, you won. Hey, it was the stra- it was the strategy. You did it perfectly. Yeah. You played the game perfectly. I just made you do it all. Yeah, which again won you. So now are we you're back in the lead, right? I am. Yes. Two to one. Don has the two one lead. <sighs> tomorrow. You know if it's press your luck tomorrow, you're going down. Ooh, I'm sure I will. I don't know if we're doing that though. We can see where the real wheel lands. Yeah, it's just where the real wheel lands. Are you okay? It's time to go. Okay. Who's that cookie? Hey, when we come back, we won't be here. We'll be here again tomorrow. But up next, Lori and Julia, thanks for being with us.